So what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. And welcome everybody to Conversations with Coriel. How are you? You look like you're fabulous, by the way. Thank you. Fabulous. Fabulous. No, I feel great. I feel really, really great. Had a really great few days and getting more and more excited as we get closer to doing the series on the dynamics and uh yeah just been some good days by the way you live in new mexico i live in seattle i don't want your heat anymore what you're going through is actually not our heat we it's very rare to go over like 100 degrees it's very rare. I mean, I've been here, 98 has been, I think, the hottest I've ever experienced. So you're don't blame us in New Mexico. That's Arizona weather in Nevada. Okay? Well, that's true. That's true. And and the thing is, is that we get, have, to date, got, you know, like 90 degree weather twice a year. So nobody has a AC in their house. Nobody. Apartments don't have it. Um so everybody is sweltering. I live in a 55 plus community and the, the, uh, um, yeah, the, uh, um, aid unit came by at least half a dozen times yesterday Yeah, because people were, were, so make sure you drink lots of water and you stay inside and you do all that stuff. But today we're, we're I'm excited because we're going to talk about animals and travel tips um and how how to safely transport your furry friends as as well as yourself to where you want to go at least that's what i understand that we're going to talk about yeah i mean this hasn't been something that we've been able to really talk about in the last year nobody was traveling everybody was staying home so you know this was like this this is actually one of my most popular posts on my website and then (laughs) All of a sudden, like I look at the the um, I look at the analytics, and then it will spike, and then like like let's say March 2019, it was like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's opened it. Nobody's looked at it, and now it's starting to go back up again. It's very very interesting. But well, people are starting to move. We're going to take our masks off next week. I understand. So that's it's great. I mean, I was able to hug. Uh, a client, longtime client last night, uh, meeting her and her husband. And I was like, fuck it. I'm a hugger. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'm going crazy. So, so what I have here today is I have some practical tips, easy practical tips that you can do. And they're really no brainers. They make a lot of sense. If you think about it, the goal here is that Planning for a vacation can be like almost planning for a move. <laughs> it, it you don't you you get yourself all crazy and stressed out beforehand 
because you're worried about your animal. You're worried about if you're going to leave them, uh, getting a cat sitter, getting a dog sitter, getting a horse sitter, getting bird sitter, getting a sitter sitter. Kennel. What kennel should I use? Uh, should I use a kennel? Should I use a cattery? Should I use, you know, so you're stressing yourself out. Your animals are feeling this and they're getting ramped up. And so it's really a good idea to just do whatever you can to chill out. This is why wait until you're on vacation to feel like you're going on vacation. Just start relaxing before you even leave. So what's, I got six things that you could do. The first one is pretty easy. It, it makes a lot of sense. Let your kids, your fur kids know where you're going and if they're going with you. And if they're not, why not? So just basically talking to your animal, letting them know what the dealio is. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but think about it like this. A lot of people who contact me about their animals contact me about their animals because of behavioral issues that, issues that happen either before or after they've come back from vacation. Why? Think of it like this. You're sitting on the couch with someone that you love dearly. Okay, you're talking, you're watching TV, you're reading a book, they're reading a newspaper, who the hell cares? Okay, but all of a sudden that person gets up, puts on their hat and coat, takes up their suitcase, walks out the door, doesn't say a word to you, doesn't let you know where they're going, doesn't know, let you know what's happening. <laughs> they just hike tail it out the door. Then they come back. Three weeks later, all rested and relaxed. <laughs> and like, ah, hey, babe, how you doing? I missed you. You would be like, really? <laughs> Where's my postcard? Where's the phone call? No text, no nothing. Where were you? I didn't know where you went. I was worried about you. I've been eating my, my own fur for <laughs> six, <laughs> six weeks. It just makes sense. So how do you do this? Well, before before you go there, I have to tell you just a real quick story because yeah. my family, I, I we have a had a, a dog named Crockett. He was my favorite dog in the entire world that I've ever had, and he was a, a, a Labrador uh, Australian Shepherd mix, smart as a whip, um, fast and big, and he was he was just an incredible dog. And we went to Hawaii. My my parents took the whole family went to Hawaii. Oh, so that's he, so good for you. Yeah, that was really cool. And, yeah. and, except he ended up in a kennel. Right. We picked him up two weeks later. He refused to look at me. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he got in the car. He sat on my wife's uh, lap and he would not look at me because he was so pissed that since I'm the alpha male and I'm in charge uh -huh. and we left and we didn't tell him anything because I didn't know any better at the time. And right. uh, so it it took a whole couple of days for him to get back to normal because he was really upset with me. Sure. Awesome. I don't blame him. I mean, I know that you didn't know any better and I get it. But now that we all know that animals can communicate, there's no excuse. Right. You know, it's like you can't just assume, well, I just assume, you know, they wouldn't know that I was going on vacation. Really? Their person leaves for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, whatever. Um, and comes back all happy and joyous, and then they're expecting me to lick their face. That dog is probably saying, "Kiss my ass." Okay, and I don't blame them. So, okay. so how do you how do you do this? Okay, so 
Um, just take a few minutes every day. I like I like to start as as far out as I possibly can from the time that I'm leaving. So if I know I'm going back east, and I give myself at least like a like a month, okay, as long as I possibly can. I understand you don't always know that you're traveling or you don't always have that, but give yourself whatever you possibly can. As long as you give it, you try. That's all that you need. So take every day, take a moment and just, just sit quietly with your animal and you could close your eyes if you want to just take a moment, just breathe. And when you feel like you're just calm, then you just let your know, your animal know what's going on. So let me explain to you. In about eight days. Now, animals don't have watches, but they know that when you say days, you're saying a day and a night, a day and a night, a day and a night, and a day and a night. And they see those images playing in your mind. So they'll know eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then on the eighth day, they know that you're leaving. So you just say, in eight days, in 24 days, I'm going to be going on vacation for a little while and um, it's, you're not going to be able to go with me, but I'm going to have a cat sitter. You know, the cat sitter, you don't know the cat sitter. It would be good if they knew the sitter beforehand. So maybe do a meet and greet beforehand to make sure everybody's okay. Just calmly, easy breezy. This is what's going to be happening. If they're going with you, explain to them how they're going with you going in the car, we're going to go to the airport, you're going to be in your little your little bag or your little crate, you're going to be coming onto the plane with me. So we're going to be sitting together, explaining to them. Then that first time, go really into a lot of detail about everything. And then as the days go on each day, take a few seconds and just say, you know, in 24 days, we're leaving. You know, in 23 days, we're leaving. You know, in 22 days, we're leaving. 10 days, we're leaving. Because what happens is, ooh, isn't it exciting? You know, this this gives them enough of breathing room to understand their people are going to stress out over it for a hot minute, but then to get used to the idea. Make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So now when you're taking the uh, like a cat onto the airplane, are you trying to uh, give the cat an idea of what it's going to be like and, and how it's going to all work? Or Absolutely. Can they... Going into as much detail as you can that first time. Giving them the lowdown, talking to somebody like they've never traveled before. And if they have traveled on a plane before, just tell them and remind them. Remember the last time you were on the train, on the plane or the train, how calm you were and relaxed you were. And you just sat by me and the steward just came by and how said how pretty you looked. And so, you know, you're, you're trying to give them as much information as possible. Not like, oh, my God, we're going on a plane. But more like, we're going on a plane. It's really no big deal. It's going to be really nice. There's not going to be a lot of. Uh, crazy stuff going on. We might even sleep a little bit. You're going to hear a lot of noise. It's going to be the engines, but it doesn't mean anything's wrong. Stuff like that there. So that's. Yeah. Did you also, um, when you're, when you're doing that, is it good? Cause see the cats that we had, we never, we never put them in a crate. 
So is it would it be good to put them in a crate and maybe go for a ride in the car prior to that or or so well, that's a, that's a good idea. I mean, if you wanted to, another thing you could try doing is um, you could try leaving out the cat carriers or the dog crates so that they don't associate the dog crates and the cat carriers with going to the vet or anything bad. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's just something where they'll get used to it. Even if they don't go into it, I have my cat carriers out um, and underneath my, my bedside table in case my cat wants to go in there. She knows she can, it's got catnip in it. She's there. Okay. But they don't have any association with that. They have the association with it being under and close to my bed. Not that the, I got, I had to take them to the bed and in, in it, you know, so yeah, it's a it's a great idea if you can. Um, if your animal travels, I my animal PC, my cat PC was uh, extraordinary. You know, I could put her in the car, no carrier whatsoever. She would stay in the back window and just look out, and people would be like passing the car. You know, it's, it's hilarious. It was funny. Truckers, I would have truckers. It's like. They never saw a cat like out of a carrier before, but she didn't want to be in the carrier. Why would I? And she was calm. She never tried to get out if I opened up the door and was gassing up the car or something. It depends on the animal. So maybe getting them used to the car, maybe getting used to the cats used to the car. If you're going to be traveling a lot, um, you know, taking little drives, you know, with them, it, it might be a good idea. <laughs> Sammy, my, my cat, Sammy, when we were living upstate, he was, he, he actually had his own personal chauffeur. What he would do is he would go up, he would go walking and then he'd get tired. And then he'd go over to my neighbor's house and stand up so that they could see her in the window, him in the window. And Ellie knew at that time that he needed a, a ride back home because he was too tired to hoof it back. So she would drive him in the car and he would sit in the passenger seat and just do his thing, you know? So, By the way, I want to let everybody know before we continue that this is an interactive experience. So if you want to, if you want to talk to us, you can do that. Somebody already has by going to the comment section and type in what you'd like, and then we'll put it up here so that you can be heard. So true. My Lou started explaining any travel plans for him or us from walks to the park and car rides for ice cream. Oh, ice cream. I know he understands he actually hangs uh, by the door at the appointed time. Otherwise, he'd be on the couch. Uh, funny the things I pick up from their response. Lou did try to back out of his current uh, vet drop-off, but I think he'll forgive me. I tell him on uh, sleeps and, and days and always happy to see me after that. They get upset if i don't tell them i think lou helps lily understand uh-huh i think so too and um yeah of course they know they do know i mean it, it's no it's a no-brainer no shocker R really isn't they understand because you're sending images you're sending images for you know i mean if you want to test it hey leslie <laughs> um, I understand dinner was terrific last night and a lot of fun. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, anyway, it's it's like they understand because if you want to test it, then just think to your dog or your your dog. Um, you know, in your mind, just think. 
want to go for ice cream and see what happens. Now, you might not be as tuned in as you think, so you might have to take a breather and do it. But I mean, it's just they understand. They understand you're their person. You walk out the door, they understand. So this is why what I do is when I go out anywhere, I let my animals know how long I'm going to be gone for. I'm only going to be gone a few hours and go and shop. I'll be back in a little bit. Okay, they understand that. If I tell them I'm going back east, this person's going to take care of you. And I tell them ahead of time. It's, it's really important. It makes it easier for you and it makes it easier for them. So the next tip is if you're leaving your animals, your fur kids home, give them a job. <laughs> okay. Give them something to do. Don't just tell them, okay, have fun. I'm going on the beach. Do what you need to do. Do you boo? You know, it, you know, what I do with my cat, what I did with Sammy was I assigned him an important job. This is super important, Sam. And I need you to take this seriously. When I'm gone, I need you to guard the house. I need you to guard the land uh, from strangers. I need you to keep an eye on the house sitter. I need you to keep the energies of the house feeling good. You know, I would give him jobs so that he, he, he felt, you know, like he had something to do. Um, it's important for you to, uh, you know, uh, help the cat sitter by being as good as you possibly can. Um, it's really important for you to be able to, you know, keep your, 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 your mental happiness up. So make sure that you show the cat sitter every day that you want to play, whatever, think up jobs for them. It makes, it just makes sense. You know, if you believe in their job and send out that vibration that they're doing an important job, they will receive it and believe it as well. Hey, and Catherine. Uh, Catherine says, Flash Gordon gets excited when his travel bag comes out. We use it for bus and subway all the time. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Leslie's right in this. <laughs> Control your urge to hunt and bring in presents. <laughs> yeah, that could, that could be also a job too. But then again, you know, maybe just if they if they can go out, you know, tell them their job is to hunt. Just don't bring it in. You know, we talked about this last night, Leslie, at dinner. So it's like an interesting thing between me and Tao. You're welcome. And you, you know, you know, it's, that's one of those things that you never think to do. But I every every animal I've ever had, if you don't assign them a job, they'll find a job. And the and the job that they may pick is probably not the one you want them to pick. Yeah, because they might just pick a job like I'm gonna chew up all her shoes. <laughs> I mad at her today because oh, I'm gonna chew up all the coaxial cables in the house. I had a dog that did that <laughs> once. I'm like, A train, please don't do that. Don't don't do that. You know, so yes. You know, you give them a job and be creative with it. Have fun with it. You know, whether it's, you know, um, teaching them a trick and, and doing that trick for the cat sitter or the dog sitter every day, you know, and show it that I don't care what it is, but something that gives them buying them puzzles so that the cat sitter can, can sit with them, play with them, but they can, they can still, think and, and do stuff. So get creative. So another tip is flower essences. I never leave home without them. Take them with you. Get, have them on hand. Okay. They're great. I love working with them. They're all natural. 
no problem, no issue, can't get addicted, can't get, uh, you know, overdo them. Um, they're wonderful to have around. One of them that would be good to have around is Rescue Remedy. Now, Rescue Remedy comes in quite a few ways. It comes in cream for skin abrasions or skin irritations, or just you want to relax your animal, put the cream on the inside of their ears. It comes in drops and it comes in tablets. Now, the tablets are pr pretty much probably for, for people because I think they got a lot of sugar in them. So I wouldn't suggest that for for human uh, for animals, but you know, in a pinch, it's all you got. A little sugar ain't gonna hurt them, you know. Um, it's a combination of five flower essences that help animals and yes, people to overcome stressful, fearful situations, fear of the unknown, fear of the known, things like that. There, so I would start off month a uh, month or more or less. I mean, whatever. Just start. And put the flower essences in the water uh, at least two times a day, depending on how big your animal is. It's anywhere between four to 12 drops. If you're, you know, 12 to 16 drops, if you're talking about a horse, you know, and if they're traveling and they don't do well in, tra in trailers, you know, um, make sure that they you change the water out every single time you do it. So it's fresh, put new drops in. So for small dogs and cats, it's anywhere between two to four drops. For bigger animals or dogs, it's four to eight drops. Uh, for really big animals, like I said, it's eight to 16 drops for horses. Um, but it's great. If, if you can get it, get it. And then have it with you. If, if, you, if you need to, I think it also comes in the spray. I'm pretty sure it does. So if you need to, then give it to your animal as that time goes, as you're on the road or before you're leaving, and then have them, the sitters give it to them or the kennel people give it to them um, at, when you're away. It's all natural. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And it's, it's healthy. It's, it doesn't hurt them at all, right? No. It's, it's flower water. Flower water, that's all it is. I mean, some of them have uh, brandy in them, a little bit of brandy in order to um, preserve it, but that's it. Now, rescue remedy or what kind of CBD? Now that you know, this is a good topic for because coming up today because we've got the 4th of July coming right up. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're going to probably need to blend that in a little bit. Yeah. Look, um, the, the 4th of July um is a, tar a tough time you know it's I, I am very good at what i do really good at what i do i have yet well that's not true but it's very difficult for me to get a ha animal happy skippy about going to the vet it, it's kind of like trying to get a person happy skippy about going to the dentist it's not going to happen yeah, I'm going to the dentist. I'm going to get my teeth extracted. Woohoo! You know, it's not going to happen. Okay. The 4th of July is a very, very, very interesting time. However, if you can make your home as tranquil as possible, it, it'll help. Okay. So when the, the rocket's red flare burst in the air, Maybe playing some relaxing music, something that's loud-ish, like rainwater, 
or um or uh you know ocean sounds or something else like that again you're getting creative but understanding you can only do what you can do but with the flower essences and the cbd oil i would start it now um what would i do for cbd oil i always think that milligrams is better it's all in the milligrams and it's all in the organic i like organic full spectrum high milligram because yes, you're going to be paying more money for it. However, you're going to be using less of it. So it's the difference between a one ounce of, you know, a hundred milligrams to a one ounce of 1800 milligrams. You're going to have to only give like two to three drops, maybe three or four drops at the most. And I'm going to talk more about the go-to dosage in, in a little bit, but you can use that go-to dosage I'm talking about um, late in a little bit for the CBD oils. Start now so you can find out what your animal's go-to dosage is. Bam, get that on board right off the bat two days before the flower, the, the, uh, the 4th of July so that they're feeling good and it's already in their system when the bombs start going off. And then if you need to, you can up it as that day. So you at least have them on a level basis. You're starting them off level and already on it. It's already in their system two, three days before because you know the go-to. But if you, a lot of people don't give it the same day. Yeah, I mean, do, if you have no other choice, it, it's better than nothing. But the problem with this is, is that you're stressing out and you're worried and you're freaking out and you're freaking out your animals because they're feeling you're freaking out and they already hear the, the sounds and the noises. So they're freaking out. So what's happening is they're already triggered. They're already up here and you're trying to bring them down here and they're already up here, man. It's harder once they've been triggered to bring them down. It's harder. So if you can get them before they get triggered, that way, if they get triggered, goes up, boop, up, boop. They don't go all the way up here, and you got to bring them all the way back down. Make sense? I'm assuming. Now, when when I went to a vet, and it said that my dog um, cannot handle the Fourth of July, and they suggested Benadryl, I assume that you would prefer not to use Benadryl. Uh, Benadryl is is to make them sleepy. Correct. You know, I'm a big proponent. Whatever works, whatever feels right to you, whatever you need to do, do you, boo. <laughs> you know, um, because it's like what whatever you can do. I mean, I, I'm not going to give my animal Benadryl, <laughs> but that's me. You know, that's that's me. And I, But I don't have to really deal with uh, the fireworks. We don't have anything where I am, really. You know, so I don't have to worry about them. But if I did, I know... Tao, the ginger boy, would be fine. Sacred, not so much. And I would have to start her off and find her go-to at least a month ahead of time. At least. Got I it. mean, I understand. We're in June 29th. Start now. Because I'm telling you, it's like start as soon as you possibly can. Get the highest dose of, of, of unflavored, I should have really said that, unflavored CBD oil you possibly can. You don't want to give them mint and chocolate and all this kind of stuff and, 
and you know lemongrass they don't want to drink or eat that stuff okay so the next thing is if you're going away give them a little postcard connect to your animal just think about them and then when you think about them and you really have a really good image of them in your mind you tell them you give them a wish you were here postcard hi hon how you doing this is what's going on today you know, it's a beautiful day here. We're laying on the beach, nice and quiet. Wish you were here. We miss you. We love you. Um, we're having fun. We hope you are too. We hope you're feeling good. Cat sitter told us you're happy. We love you. Talk to you again tomorrow or the next day, or every other day. But every other day, at least every other day, send them a little wish you were here postcard, mental postcard. It helps. It makes them feel like they know this. They see this. This is why I can communicate with animals all over the world. I don't need to sit with the animal right in front of me and talk to them. I can, I, I can talk to animals all over the world because they're telepathic. And all it does, all it takes is for you to mentally think about your animal and then send them the information. You don't have to actually get the information back. You'll feel it. Maybe you'll feel their answer back, but at least they appreciate that you're thinking about them while you're on the beach or you're in the mountains or you're kayaking or you're hiking or you're snowshoe boarding, <laughs> whatever snow people do. I don't know. That's not my, that's not my jam, but you know, whatever y'all snow people do, you know, while you're shushing. Just think of your dog or your cat, or your horse, and just send them a little mental postcard. You know, these really do help. It really will help. And you'll see that because when you come back, your animal will be will be happier. Not all animals. Some of them are still going to be miffed. But I promise you, it's not going to be as bad as if you just went, see you later, Spike. Go out the door. Nothing. <laughs> By the way, Sherry has one more question for you, Coriel. Yeah. Do you know if I can use CBD with Louise Prevocox antibiotic and a calming medical pill after surgery? Yes. See, that was an easy answer. That was, yes. You can you can absolutely use it. It's not going to interfere with anything. Um, actually, CBD oil is antimicrobial. What that means is it's it's an it's a natural antibiotic. It takes out inflammation, takes out the ookies. Um, so it's actually good and promotes healing. Is that a technical term, ookies? Ookies, yeah, that's my technical term. <laughs> ookies, walkies, poopies. <laughs> that's just me. What could I say? I don't know. So okay, so another tip. Now this has been used and proven by my assistant, Karen. Even before she was my assistant, she was a longtime client. Her two cats, Peanut and Jeffrina. Super Peanut is what we call Peanut because he's incredible, he really is. But the, what you, she was going away. They were going to Florida, okay? And she called me and we did a session at the time when I was doing single sessions and she asked, she Wanted to know, you know, she didn't want to leave the cats, but she didn't want to stress them out, being worried on the plane. She was worried that they were going to be stressed out on the plane. How are they going to act once they get into Florida? They're out of their comfort zone, all this kind of stuff. So she wanted to know, do they want to come with us? So I asked them, 
if you want to know if they should stay or go, ask them. And I got, surprisingly enough, that both of them were like, hell yeah, let's go. And these cats have been jet-setting ever since. They took them to Florida before COVID, back and forth, back and forth. They were great in the car, in the on the plane, on the beach. Now they're taking them, they're, they're, they're staying in their home outside of New York City, and they're taking Jafrina's on the leash all the time, going to the park. You know, they go outside. These animals are now jet-setting, traveling doodle bugs. Okay? So, but they, you had to ask them to find that out. You can't just assume. I can't assume. I'm going to assume that my dog is not going to make it on the plane. You don't know. He might be cool. He might be fine. He might be fine once he's sedated. You don't know. You know, and he might enjoy being with you. Hey, this is, yeah, that plane trip was a suck, a suck fest, but damn, this is great. Now I'm okay now. Yeah, we're having fun. You know, so you don't know, you know, which brings me to the next thing. Sedate or not to sedate? That is the question. So if your animal stresses out, more than likely you'll be stressed out during travel and before travel. If your animal is stressing out while traveling, more than likely that travel is going to be a suck fest. <laughs> okay. So if they're going to need something stronger than flower essences, which I'm a proponent of, I'm fine with it. Let your vet know as soon as possible, at least a month out, if you have that time. The reason being is you want to find your animal's go-to dosage. This is what I was talking about with the CBD oil. This is what I was talking about maybe with the flower essences. If you have tranks beforehand, you can set up what I call sedation dates. These are dates periodically every week, every two weeks, maybe you want to do in an environment where they feel safe and secure, AKA your home. You don't want to do this the day of travel. It's going to be awful for your animal more than likely. So what you do is you take a little bit, if they give you a pill, a whole pill and say, give your animal this whole pill. You're like, Ugh. You know, I don't need to do this right now. He's safe and secure in the house. So let's try maybe cutting it in half and then cutting it in quarters. Now, I understand this doesn't automatically mean you get, like, if you get, you know, 20 milligrams, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get 10 or 5. But still, it's close enough, okay? So give your, give your cat, like, a quarter of a pill. And then wait about 30 minutes to an ounce and see how they are. In about 30 minutes, they're gonna to start to show you if they're getting sleepy, if they're getting tired. It, you don't want them like wobbling like a drunk person coming out of a bar at two o'clock in the morning. Okay, that, uh, yeah, uh, you don't want that. You just want them feeling like, Just take, nice. the, take the edge off. Take the edge off, just nice. And then what you do is, is that you make sure you have that go-to. Okay, this is the go-to. I have that. I have that idea. Let's try it one more time. Again, not because you're like, ha, 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 it's so funny when he walks around drunk. But it's, it's because you're, you're getting them used to the way that feels 
and they don't feel good, you know, it makes them feel very vulnerable. So, but you're getting them used to the fact that they're feeling vulnerable at home. And they're all right. Okay. I know my person's here. She's not doing it. She's doing it to help me. She's not doing it as a lark or to, you know, put the video up on, on Facebook as a with TikTok as a joke. Okay. We're doing this at, to help them. So you want to find their go-to. All right. And then you just want them relaxed and calm. And then what it is, is that you're going to be able to give this to them, you know, like a few hours beforehand, like six hours before you leave. And then if the, you know, you know, okay, that's six hours. That's enough. Maybe they just need a little bit more to take the edge off because you don't want to shove the tranquilizer down their throat, shove them in the crate or the bag, and then toodle and shove them in the car. Not that anybody's, oh, oh, no, my people don't do no shoving. I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just doing for, you know, effect, but you, because it's, it's, it's too much. It's overload. You understand? It's just overload. Think about it, how you would feel if you were a being that all of a sudden, she's in the thing, zip it up. Okay, let's go. We're in the car, zooming down the thing. You'd be like, whoa, whoa. I need to pull over. I'm going to be sick. And then you, this, this, the tranquilizer go, comes up anyway, and you got to do the whole thing again while they're in the car. So find the go-to, give half of it of the, give half of that go-to. So if you know a full pill is going to make them nice, give them half a few hours beforehand, and then have the other half or another half on hand in case they need it during the trip, depending on how long the trip is. And again, this is something where you want to give it, if you need to do it on, on, on the road, give the tranquilizer in as calm a place as you possibly can. You don't want to give it in the back of the car when the kids are screaming and the music's blaring, turn off the damn music, Tell take get the hubby or the the wifey to or the partner to take the kids outside where they can scream and yell. Take a second to breathe. Open up the crate. Give them the pill, or take them into a nice quiet if you can. Hopefully, uh, uh, restroom if you're in an airport. You get, find some place where as quiet as you can, you want to make this as easy for you because again, they're feeling your energy, man. And if you're, <laughs> if you're stressing, they're stressing. So those are just some really practical things that you can do that is going really have helped my clients over the years have helped me personally. I don't do, I don't suggest anything to people without first doing it myself. I've done all this with my animals and it's all worked. So ipso facto, I kind of figure it's gonna work for you too. So those are my travel tips. I have a question for you. I have a friend that uh, has a cat and uh, he's gonna was gonna be gone for a week. And so he just, filled the uh 
the food dish to overflowing and and put out some water and then left and the cat was alone for a week you don't obviously recommend that at all do you but you want to kill that person i understand <laughs> i'm just gonna say how would you like it if somebody did that to you somebody just comes in just dumps a bunch of food on the island Walks out the door. That's it. You're on your own. Oh, 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 here we go. And leaves you with no way to open up the packages. So uh, no can opener. No no scissors. No thumbs. No thumbs, right. Just right, give right, you dry right. food to eat for an entire week. Gives you potato chips to eat every day for an entire week. That would, I, think, I think he would be pissed by the time they got home. It would suck, then clearly, because because cats that are litter box trained, the the theory goes. Oh please, and nobody there to clean out your, and you just keep on using the same. I mean, I hate to be disgusting because my sensual is like Coriel, but just keep using the toilet and not flush it. And and then having to walk through it to yeah it's yeah it's, there's a reason that people don't have outhouses anymore it's disgusting okay that's why we're like yay indoor plumbing you know because it's disgusting nobody wants to smell it nobody wants to look at it unless I absolutely I can't believe I'm talking about this it's like I'm going <laughs> off on a tangent unless I absolutely have to. Absolutely. I mean, unless what my father used to say, my back teeth are floating. There is no way that I use those outdoor latrines. No way. No. They, <laughs> they, they, they are just, if you were to look at all the, all the bacteria and all the germs. Imagine how your animal and cats are extremely fastidious. They're very clean animals and you're going to leave you could leave them with a litter box for a week and not clean it out. That's insane to me. It's insane. So no, I don't, I, I'm not a proponent of that. I think it's, it's lazy. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I, I'm sure that your friend is a very nice person, but your friend is also lazy. Yes. Well, and, and, and then you got the other side where we've had cats when I was growing up and my mom being the, uh, she grew up in the depression. So she figured yeah. if, she, if she'd used the less, the litter, the better. And so she would barely even cover the entire, the bottom of the tray with enough litter because she wanted to save it and use it again, not use it again, but to, to have the bag last longer Yeah. and the, and the poor cat. I mean, it, it's, it's like, yeah. so we do some weird things to our animals, don't we? Yeah. That all comes from lack yeah. mindset of lack, you know, but whatever. I mean, it's just, it happened, so we'll move on, and, you know, we can't feel uh, depressed over it and, and bad over it, and, you know, <laughs> oh, the, the, well, when, I don't blame them, the fake grass, man, can you what, ever imagine taking your shoes off and, and walking on those damn fake grass, I don't like AstroTurf, it feels like, ugh. Are, are, are you kidding me that there are restrooms that have fake yeah. grass in them? Yeah. In the airport? 
Yeah. Apparently, I've been having flow. They can they can hose off and so. I mean, at least they have it. At least they ha- at least they're they're kind enough to have it as opposed to you know well your dog has to wear a diaper. <laughs> and at least they have the option. You know, at least they're thinking of the animal and they're acknowledging the animal as opposed to just throwing them in the cargo hole. Remember that yeah. that shit show? Do they they don't do that? Do they not uh, do that anymore? It depends. It depends. It depends. If you have to travel with more than one animal, you're only one person. It's a possibility, you know, and I would rather like swim to wherever I gotta go with my animals on my back than put them in the cargo hold. There's no yeah. way I couldn't even. I couldn't even. So yeah. By the way, no- oh, go ahead. No, there's a lot of things that you can do. Just get creative. By the way, this is uh conversations with Coriel, and uh uh you'll find that on her page, which is um Coriel Kramer on youtube you'll also find it on my independence report on youtube and it also goes to her facebook page and my facebook page we've got your face all over the place and it's really it's really cool that we do that if somebody wants to contact you i assume well first of all you need they need to go look at your brand new website that you just put together it looks beautiful Thank you. And if they want, you want to talk to Coriel uh, in Poison, you should go to her uh, um, her page, which is CorielKramer.com, uh-huh. and uh, you can find everything you need to know about her, and you can work with her, and uh, um, she'll tell you how to go about doing that. So it's it's not just a one afternoon deal. It is a life changing event if you choose to make it so for both you and your animal. Um, and so that's that's a choice that you're gonna that you get to make, but you can't just show up and not do. What what do you call it? Uh, I call it homework. You call it home play. Home as, play. Home play. As um, Catherine can attest, because I've worked with her in Flash, we had some great results, and he's a happy, happy, even happier boy. He was a happy boy before. He's even happier now. So. Uh, yeah, it's you're expected to do work. It's not just me. <laughs> you're going to be doing work, but that's okay. It's it's really, really good. It's really, really rewarding. And um, I'm just thrilled beyond anything that I was able to get the Animal Dynamics copyrighted. So that's now Yay. my creative work officially. Yes, and it cannot be duplicated or or anything else. So, because it's yours, right? Um, unless unless you give permission. So, Coriel Kramer is right there. What are we going to talk about next week again? Beat the heat. How oh. to help your animal through this interesting weather we're having? And if you don't think global warming is having an impact on the planet, come. Spend the night at my house. Next time, it's 111 in Seattle, Washington. I didn't even think that was humanly possible. But last night, it was 111, and uh, uh, which was just... Uh, so, in any event, thank you, Coriel. My name is Kevin McDonald. You're listening to My Independence Report. Coriel Kramer, Conversations with Coriel. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next Tuesday at noon. Don't miss it.
Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.